she got it from him, and then she went off for the holidays and got it again, so he's probably getting it again. They're just like... This reminds me of the people I used to buy weed from in New Orleans who had shag carpeting and let their dogs shit on the shag carpeting. And one time I was like, that's really gross. Like, I was in there, and the guy's like, dude, it don't matter. We feed them organic. You can't get sick off of it. I'm just like... That's good you know shit. I yeah. can't argue with that. Yeah, that's sound logic, <laughs> yeah. honestly, Colin. There's nothing I can say to break through that sound barrier. Yeah, I mean, it is weird, too. Like, the a lot of people I know that are, like, vehemently, like, anti-vax are just, like, kind of, not, like, super hippie, but just stoner guys that don't really want to, they don't want to put the effort into thinking about mm-hmm. things. So they're just like, yeah, fuck the government, man. That's yeah. what like, it is. Yeah. There's, a, there's a big overlap with the chemtrail crew, too. Yeah, totally. That's almost a one-to-one. Yeah. Yeah. About one thing I do really admire about Joe Rogan is he's really good at growing the size of his head. And as a bald guy, I kind of want to start doing that. I was yeah. thinking, like, I need a little more pizzazz in my life. <laughs> and Just I could, start taking ivermectin. No, I was going to take, like, straight up, like, um, testosterone. <laughs> HGH. <laughs> like, buy it from, like, a like a Belgian, like, bull breeder or something. Oh, like, yeah. go to the deep, What you know. I have some Bitcoin I feel like I could cash in and do this with. Absolutely. And that would be the best pur- <laughs> purpose for that. And, yeah, I just want to kind of keep growing the size of my head and my heart, like yeah. the Grinch. <laughs> you just end up looking like Yakub. Yeah, yeah. I want to look like a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> like if I think hard enough at you, I could kill you. <laughs> I already have a pretty comically large forehead, so like. Well, it doesn't end since you don't have hair. It I don't have hair anymore. Going. I was actually thinking about getting like it drawn on, <laughs> like arbitrary, like. Well, you could get it like a henna thing and then change it up every year or so, mm-hmm. six yeah. months or whatever, however long henna last i don't yeah. know but yeah if you do the hgh you get the afro action going you know it just opens you up for more pomp you know years ago a friend of mine sent me a video of a guy loudly farting into a video like the screen just like like a ripped muscular man who was farting into the thing that was he's like selling the video and it was gross and i wasn't chill but then the thing that really got me about it was the guy had on his head just his hair tattooed on mm. that's what i'm saying and i was yeah. like this guy's this guy's amazing that's this guy, fucking hardcore this guy should be a peewee herman character <laughs> <laughs> oh one of the yak guys dude did i tell you the story um so my friends and i were uh walking through the forest and we were on mushrooms and it was like me my friend quinn and then our friend taryn and Taryn is just like this kind of like he he was really nice, really cool guy, but just this kind of like normie kid, you know. And like was did the he, yak guys? No, come? he's he <laughs> still is. I mean, I don't know him anymore, but right, um, right. but he's like carrying his his acoustic guitar because he's like we're gonna be on mushrooms, man. Oh yeah, and like that. We're gonna make guy. this trip annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're like walking, and then we stumble upon the yak man, but he doesn't have his yak; he has a cow, and so he's like sitting there, American yak, petting this cow. And has this woman, like, that just seems like an acid casualty, just kind of, like, sitting there in the leaves, like, staring at us. And we're walking by, and uh, we're just, I was just, like, freaking out because we're coming up on mushrooms. And I'm like, I don't want to anger this guy because I only see him around town, and he seems very, you know. He's not- very belligerent. Yeah, yeah they're the not nice people. Yeah, yeah he doesn't like, seem like a yeah. friendly guy. Yeah. Um, so I was just keeping my mouth shut. And then my friend Quinn, as we're walking by, he goes, I like your cow. And then he just like dead eyes stares at him. Um, and it was just, it was almost like he thought we were going to try and like, we're living in some weird agrarian like society where we we're going to try and steal his cow or something or like, 
I don't like what is up with those guys. Like there, it's like you you have a fucking yak. Yeah, like people are going to ask you questions about yeah. the yak, and like most people are trying to be yeah. pleasant. Half the you. people here are parents visiting for the weekend like, yeah. to see what the town their kid moved to go to college in is like. <laughs> for the listener, years ago, who may not be aware of this, years ago there were two completely straight men who lived together. I'm sure uh, <laughs> who lived together with a yak that they had somehow purchased and were very hostile and belligerent to the outside society when they walked their yak, including attacking people with, who were walking dogs nearby because the yak was threatened by their dog in some sense in their minds. Um, I know they lived in a house together that they all got kind of kicked out of it because they had a bunch of like a zoo of animals. Well, there. I was kind of confused to see him in the woods because, like, is this just where you just live in the woods behind in the, woods, the college? Yeah, like, yeah. what? It, it it didn't seem like a very sustainable lifestyle. But I guess if you have a cow, you can get some milk. You can churn it, and it's amazing it, how very much you could live in the 14th century if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah, like you you could survive for a while. It wouldn't be fun. It's not happy living. I lived in a tree stump in Redwood Park for a little while there. <laughs> it was pretty nice. How like, long? Yeah. Uh, like probably about a month and a half. You what know? Time that's a year. long time. A uh, summer, summer. Yeah, oh, okay. that's the time to do yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was, I mean, was that my side of the mountain? There's like some story where a kid does that, and it was as cool as you would think it was. Yeah. yeah no, he didn't smoke as much cool. weed in the book, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know a guy who found a skeletonized whale carcass, built a tent out of it on his parents' property in Stafford, and did a bunch of math and claimed that he found part of a meteor. <laughs> In McKinleyville, he said he saw the meteor fire across the sky, and he said he figured it was landing in McKinleyville, and he that was, drove out there, and he found it. That was just a huge hunk of cow shit. That was like Joe Dirt before <laughs> Joe Dirt. I mean, yeah, but, I don't know exactly. It, I kind of... This was like 1991 he said he did this. I want to get back to this tree stump. Did you have yeah. a hammock? Did no, you sleep in no, just, just a sleep, sleeping bag? Did you sleeping bags. Like, just, just pile, pile a bunch of... Uh, you know, leaf litter and whatnot There's, on the ground. Uh-huh. What was the toilet yeah. situation like? What were we doing? Toilet, the beauty was is that like I had friends living in town, so it's okay. like you wake up in the morning, come down, take a shit, buy some acid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go hit back up, up for another week. Hit up the food, <laughs> not bombs. You know. I envy this because when I wake up in the morning, and I think this had to do largely with drinking a lot when I was younger or whatever. It's like. I wake up and I'm strapped to an explosive device that's going to go off in ten minutes. No, I was much younger. I was like, I was, I was much more in control of. Yeah, yeah no, that's I'm, I'm feeling you on that one. I destroyed my root chakra. <laughs> it's fucking, it is broken, like permanently. Blown out. Yeah. How so? How old were you? you were like in your early twenties then when this happened. Or? It was uh, 1998, so I was okay. 18, 19, probably. Nice, oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. prime tree living. For yeah. Sure. I mean, I was still really. It's back when people in the plaza were like just irresponsible and not dangerous. Uh-huh. Irresponsible. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There was just, like a lot of traveling kids. Honestly, most it of them was... were bummed out because Jerry had just died. Yeah, you they know, didn't have anywhere yeah. to go. <laughs> no, that's actually that's when that whole thing broke for me. That's when the whole the whole mysticism of the whole thing kind mm-hmm. of like it, it, it. So I was very much believing in the whole hippie lifestyle thing i mean i wasn't a hippie myself i was always wearing like a misfits t-shirt mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. but i was chill with it you know and like i really thought everything was really cool and um i don't like we there was a group of cats cats see i'm going right back into it we were um, rapping yeah yeah <laughs> we were all just hanging out rapping you know trading ideas there's a kid named uh turtle and a, I know, yeah, I know and one of those. you know what i'm saying i know and one of those, um yeah. 
He's like, yeah, man, let's go. We'll go. Let's go up to the tree stump and let's make some food. And like, I got, I got a guy coming up, and he brought up this Hare Krishna guy with him. And I was fucking starving, and we were frying balls. And so it was like this whole thing where, dude started to like make, you know, like do prayers or whatever over the food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm fuck, I'm just fucking hungry. And it then Turtle and his girlfriend started getting in an argument about a Jerry Garcia beanie baby. <laughs> And all of a sudden, all every the the veil fell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, oh, wait a minute, none of this is real. None of these people are actually chill. This is not a cool thing. That's I'm- so funny because that's like my my girlfriend keeps joking about this because she'll look at like a. a a beautiful hill when we were driving, right? And she'll be like, oh, it's like the Windows 95 thing. And we joke, it's like, that's like, is it Deleuze who does that? Where it's like the, the simulation yeah. becomes the real? And that's with Jerry Garcia. The simulations become... It doesn't matter. Oh, it's Baudrillard. Yeah. They're all... Fr- Dude, French are perverts. Yeah, it does, I don't care. Yeah. All those philosophers. Per- I say this as someone <laughs> who had a French grandmother, and I assure you, she came from dirty stock. <laughs> unclean people. We should rid the world. Um, anyway, moving on. But like, so... The uh, idea is like they 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 have this simulacrum of a Jerry Garcia, and it, it's it's no longer the Jerry himself, and it's no longer uh, even tied to the dead, and it now just becomes the source of a domestic argument that allows you to disavow yourself from any notion of of the essential kindness and goodness of these people's uh, project, and that makes it all the more authentic, Jerry. Too, yes, in their yeah, mind. you know, <laughs> and that's the thing is actually, I guess now with the with the hindsight that I have on it, no, that's that that tracks that tracks. I like the last job I had. I think the reason why I don't think I got a raise for two years because I accidentally was shit talking fish. Was don't like, do oh, that. Oops. Wrong. Oh yeah. Wait. Wrong, wait. Where? Remember where you're at. Like the first time I ever heard Grateful Dead, I was mm. sitting in a garage with some kids that had you know the Grateful Dead posters. We were smoking weed, skipping mm-hmm. school, and we were sitting there, and we like, uh, I was like, you know, it's funny. Like I've actually never heard the Grateful Dead. Like I've just seen this stuff. And I was like, why don't we put on some Grateful Dead? Because yeah. this this you know beer garden swill bullshit we're listening to right now ain't cutting. It. And they're like, oh dude, this is the Grateful Dead. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck? This is. There's never been a bigger gap between the imagery that's yeah. selling the band totally. and the way the band yeah. sounds. They have like, a skull with lightning in its head. Yeah. Dude, right? And it literally sounds like your dad trying to remember how to play guitar. <laughs> Casey, Joe, you better watch your yeah. speed. Yeah, I never really got it. But it's um, like you're, it's like their love songs. They sound like they're yelling at women. To <laughs> <laughs> know your love light. Yeah. It's like you're just like, guys, cool it. Which, by the way... I support. I like the Grateful Dead for that reason, because they sound like bad and abusive people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we were talking about targeted ads earlier, and uh, I was wondering. So with Twitch, do you have any ads like in your videos, or do if you save them, do they have like ads? So do you get to choose what kind of ads go in there? I do not. Like I used to tell people, like, tell me if there's a vape ad. Because they're used to because and it's kind of odd that nobody ever kind of put this together. Do you guys remember right before COVID, mm-hmm. everybody was dying from vaping? Yeah, and like that yeah. caused a bunch of legislation. So I used to have these ads when I first started, and I was like, "Please let me know if there's a vaping ad, so I can come back on and conspicuously vape for like two minutes." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't get any. I don't have no choice in the like and. Luckily, I don't watch my own show, so mm. I, which I really should. It would make it better, but um, so I don't know what kind of ads. 
I do know, so I only hear about it when it's a Taco Bell ad because that's something that I fully stand behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. now that they're bringing back the Mexican pizza. It's like they're one institution. <laughs> I heard that they have uh, chicken wings now for a limited time, too. I think I think that might have just, that was like one week only. Yeah. I meant to get and in there and get some. And they said only after 2 p.m. as well. I, I went in to get them, <laughs> and it, it was 1 o'clock. They thaw out. Yeah. They got to thaw out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've mentioned this before, I think, but I've actually never eaten a Taco Bell. Really? Um, you haven't eaten a lot of fast food places. I haven't. Well, I was raised by hippies. And I also... You're not missing out on anything, really. I don't know. I have people tell me various things. I have... It runs the spectrum from you're not missing out to are you fucking kidding me? We should go to Taco Bell to every time I go to Taco Bell, I have like... Like stage five diarrhea. Yeah, your asshole burns with the fire of a thousand <laughs> like, suns. I never yeah. really get like the whole, I never get what I feel like is a fair and balanced view of it. You know, my friend Quinn had a good point that Taco Bell doesn't taste like anything. The sauce tastes good. So it it tastes like nothing until you put the sauce on there. It really is. It's a difference maker for sure. And yeah. I think that that might be because I'm, uh, admittedly, I'm not, I don't do the hard stuff. You know, I'm just a mild guy. Okay. <laughs> but I think that might be the asshole. Because like I, for me, it's Burger King. Burger King's the one that gets, that one's the one that gets my guts going. I can eat mm, yeah. bags of Taco Bell and I'll be fine. Burger King will fuck me up. One out of 10 <laughs> times at Whopper Jr. I feel like, and th- again, this is from the outside looking in. One out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually that's <laughs> How did fine. you come to that ratio? Because because I love I love Whoppers so much, and usually it's not a problem. But I'd say one out of every, about every uh-huh. ten times I'm rolling those dice. Uh-huh. And it's a ten sided die. You know? <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, at some point, just and again from the outside looking in, I I not I, I'm not a Burger King person. I, I think I may have eaten once in, at Burger King in the '80s when I was a kid in San Francisco. That's all I can really recall. But I have friends who've talked about this enough where I feel like I can speak on it and like i feel like at some point they had like a marketing guy or a ceo or something who came in and was like can we start sourcing some of our stuff from like a, a dump like, can we actually get some of our food products yeah from like Just ground up like <laughs> tractor tires like no or, no do you know how much trash the average safeway throws away mm-hmm. that's technically oh, edible so you mean actual food yeah can we just sort of take some of this stuff yeah and well, you, know, you know grind it up enough until it's no longer toxic because their one thing is they're flame broiling and it's like probably to kill off that bacteria totally yeah. legally they have to expose it to actual flames i mean yeah. in every exactly in every sci-fi and horror film the only way to kill the alien antagonist is with a fire usually. yeah you know i was just thinking john carpenter's thing and not because you were wearing aviators and talking about wearing a sombrero <laughs> that was one of the reasons that was one of the reasons. Listen, Jack, I got these when Biden got elected, and I'm not taking them off until he's out of office. Um, it's true. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, there's some violence to it. I know Shay actually talked me into going to McDonald's once. when We did go, yeah. And the next day, I literally felt like I'd swallowed a shoe. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that I've realized, like, because I was pretty on, like, um, I don't know. I was just on like a fast food bender. I was just kind of like I had food at home. I work like literally it's like a five minute walk from my house. I could come home and eat if I want to. But there was just something about going and getting McDonald's or Carl's Jr. or Taco Bell that just kind of made my day feel whole. 
I think I just got in this habitual cycle of Whole doing without it. without a W, by the way. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the moment I stopped doing that, I was like, wow, I actually feel normal. And I'm waking up and feeling good. And I'm not like shitting my brains out like at it's, 7 a.m. It's and, like any drug. You don't know it's happening to you. And I mean, so you were saying hippie parents. Same here. Like that's, I think, why I have such an affinity for fast food is it was... You were going to the grandparents' house yeah. and like, the, oh, let's go to McDonald's. Like, I can get a fucking happy meal. Like, I'm a normal goddamn kid. Like, yeah. And that's what, like that whole feeling. Like, oh, I, I belong now. Now I'm an, I'm a, I'm a regular kid who gets yeah. to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I became an adult, and then I was able to make my own decisions. And unfortunately, one of those has been to. And I think, uh, I mean, like before I got into this relationship I'm in, I was like fast food once every. You know, if I was on tour, sure. Something like that, sure. but uh, she can. She literally eats as much as I do, and if we couldn't be more differently, it's an olive metabolized. oil pop, Popeye relationship, exactly, or kind of like a Bluto. I didn't want to say it. Olive I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, because we're friends. But yes, yeah. you're correct. And you know what? God bless you both. I love it because it, <laughs> you know it takes all kinds, and it really is just one of those things that's kind of like intangible, right? Oh yeah. Well, like I, when I first got up to Humboldt, like I, like one of my good friends was, was one of the reasons that I moved here, was in a bunch of reggae bands, and I got known. No, wait, wait, a guy in Humboldt in a reggae band. I know it's kind of weird. It's, yeah. it's a little yeah. bit. Are you weird. talking about Bob Marley? <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, but uh, I got known. Uh, good buddy of mine, Nat, he or Daddy Nat, as we called him, because he had like fifteen kids by the Natural. time he was twenty. Yeah, yeah you don't you pull know? out when you're in a reggae. Bro. No, no. <laughs> It's a rhythm and method. so I kind of got known as the babysitter of like all the reggae yeah. youth kids, you know, and um, that was something that I noticed um, when I would babysit vegan kids. It was the easiest job because they have no fucking energy. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. It's like once you've like smoked out the bees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a fucking beehive and they're just all like docile. No. Um, We had a vegan kid on my track team when I was in middle school. And we all went to uh, our track coaches or our track assistant coaches' apartment. In this Sunnybrae. doesn't sound good. No, it was fun. <laughs> First of all, calm down. Yeah. She's a lady. She was she was friendly. It was all good. But it was our party for like winning, like not gold, but like you know mid level. And so we went there and we had a pizza party. Fucking losers. First of all, I'd like to see you run, you fucking mutant. Look at me. Yeah, you look like a fucking I'm fast. You look like a mantis. Anyway, um so we had a pizza party and we watched the Fresh Prince. That was the party. And the vegan kid got some pepperoni pizza in him. And I swear he saw God. Like, he was just sitting there and he was like, wait, you guys have been eating this the whole fucking time? And he was just like, for whatever reason, his parents hadn't thought that this was going to be a thing. I mean, I don't think anyone's parents thought we were going to go to someone's house and watch the Fresh Prince and eat pizza. But yeah, this I, is a wild fucking world. I we used to uh, host birthday parties when I still lived in Torrance and... And with oh, the birth- you're making sexual jokes about my childhood, and you're saying <laughs> shit like this. I was a child while I was doing it. You so were hosting it as a child. What are you, the fucking party monster? I was like Lawrence? 17, so I. I, I a child, um, 17 is not a child. <laughs> I'm so hey, sorry. Look at the law books, buddy. 
but um so uh with the birthday parties would come like we had like a pizza it, it was a bowling alley laser tag combo uh-huh. place and um and the bowling alley was on the other side of the parking lot of this strip mall so we'd have to walk the kids from the bowling alley through the parking lot over to the the laser tag this place. This is the so, bowling alley and laser tag place that hosted a shooting once, right? Well, someone there was a road rage incident <laughs> in which they pulled into the parking lot and someone got shot and killed. Yeah, but um, so Continue. it had nothing to do with the actual uh, business. But um, so you're walking a bunch of underage kids through a parking <laughs> lot to a bowling alley. Go on, yeah. where I, someone I, got shot just maybe a week before. And again, I'm but, the one who's getting heat. Here. Seriously, <laughs> fucking bullshit. But no, with the party would come like uh, like however many pizzas based on however many like kids were coming. Yeah. And uh, there were a couple times where there was like a vegetarian kid or a vegan kid that was like six or seven years old. Their parents were just pushing it onto them. And the parents would be there the entire time and scrape off the cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just make them eat the the marinara-coated bread while they're watching all of their friends eat this, like, normal pizza. It, it was so disheartening to see. <laughs> like, that is brutal. I mean, it was hilarious to me because I was just like, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter, you know, but it was just so funny to watch these parents kind of micromanage and make sure that they're having the right diet like and they're a, still eating like shitty fried the, bread and like such, <laughs> such like a Werner Herzog statement it's like it does not matter his pain <laughs> his feelings about not being able to eat the meat I and got the cheese, this kind of like a Herzog-esque detachment when I was working there I was like yeah, watching I, all these birthday parties come and go it was, it was pretty it was, it was a weird job I would have a hard time with that yeah that's not very far removed from the weed dealer who used to say that they're dog shit wasn't toxic because they gave it organic food i was like no bro you there's there's a fucking disconnect here somewhere science that's, is not linking that's up. where i draw the line is vegan cats i i talking to somebody one no, time obligate carnivores yeah yeah that that really got me like i'm not gonna step on your dick if you want to you know well i mean maybe i mean if you pay me enough obviously but <laughs> first if, of all yeah if you're vegan I'm, on I'm, anyone's I'm, dick. you're you're ruining your life for the life of your child yeah. that's whatever but when people that's where i really draw the line vegan and cats i can't do it no and they're saying can, animal uh, suffering let's prevent animal suffering hey my cat is a fucking g yeah. he likes to eat other she likes to eat other animals so therefore she's suffering because she can't eat other animals i was just thinking we could we could cut that clip of um i'll step on your dick if you pay me enough money we could have that as one of your ads on your twitch stream too <laughs> if you wanted I, you actually know, start putting your own ads in there instead of have Twitch a, deciding. I have a healthy LGBTQ following, and I'm kind of bearish. You so are, I, I true. think I could make could a lot. Of, I get of, asked about my OnlyFans quite a bit. Wizard mm. fit, wizardish. Yeah, wizardish. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, Shay, you, you can get in on this. Have you had your nuts stepped on before? No. Yeah, me either. I haven't. I don't want to, but maybe you know you're kind of young. You're you're, you're a no, tall twink. You know? mm, I'm, I'm not really into it, but right, um, right, I I right. get people that are into it, but I haven't. I I've never had that inclination. So I was laughing about this today. I we were I was driving over and uh, the BBC was playing, and apparently they had an incident this week where in England one of the BBC headquarters they had a statue that was put up years and years ago by someone who has now been outed as like an abuser and a pedophile. Someone, if you look on his Wikipedia page, his name's Eric Gill. He uh, abused his daughters and his dog. Jesus. Like, yeah, speaking of animal rights. 
Not good. Woof. Woof. Um, and so somebody climbed <laughs> you up. You say that again. <laughs> got him. And someone climbed up and was like trying to, with a hammer, destroy this statue that he had done in, fr- in front of this thing. And so they had like a <clears throat> pro and con discussion about like, because apparently he's a very well-regarded artist. And I just kind of assume anyone who's famous in England is a pedophile, but that's just yeah. how my... Brain yeah, work. N- yeah, no, I, yeah. It's, it's an understandable inclination that I think we yeah. we all feel deep down. You'd you know? it, it, you'd be surprised as to how many times that is true, right? You know? And then after like Epstein, I just sort of assume that like anyone in the art world who's famous enough is also similarly a horrifying person. So there was this discussion about it, and uh, one person was like, "We should just destroy, yeah, we should destroy the statue." And the statue, by the way, was not of this sculptor it was of prospero and ariel from the tempest by shakespeare and it was prospero the magician sending out ariel so it's literally a large wizard looking guy with a small wump like nymphish girl in front of him that he's holding which is like (laughs) nobody mentioned this but in my mind i was like not your best foot forward for a chap who has been a bit on the naughty side when it comes to human sexual relations and by a bit on the naughty side I mean should be in a dungeon there you go again with your euphemisms a bit on the naughty side (laughs) for there was an earlier committing pedophilia there was an earlier episode that got (laughs) cut where uh, we were talking we are talking about an an orangutan raping a woman and he said yeah if orangutan gets lucky with someone (laughs) it's like okay it wasn't a woman it was just a person a person okay write that down okay yeah Equal okay, okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, you were, you were overblown it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on, cool it, cool it. Anyway, so the thing I was laughing about was the like measured response from like the art critic on the BBC was like, well, I think we should remove this and just put it in a museum. And I was um, instantly going, there should literally be a museum that's only of perverts. Yeah. Like per like pervert, like monsters. People would travel the world to see that. That would be something to see. And it would be a private collection, too, that would probably rival Jeffrey Epstein's collection. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, well, that's the thing, because we were talking about cancellation earlier. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I have I have not heard any less Michael Jackson on the radio no. in, the, in, the, in the years. And like from woke sources, yeah. like college radio bumper music. No, and- big time. The only crime that R. Kelly really committed in the eyes of culture was not getting as famous as Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> his shit got cut down. And then, weirdly enough, the uncanny valley would be Chris Brown, who, like, has not really suffered, even though he's apparently a monster. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, and it's, that's the thing. It's like, I, the, I hear the let's go Brandon thing, and it's like, you do realize that all of us that voted for him and will do so again are all saying, fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. You can totally. just come out and say it. We're cool with it, man. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, it's like, nobody likes this. We're, no one's happy with it. Yeah, in that sense, it's a lot like what people have described fat fo- fast food like for me. Because I I don't take fast food. I don't. It's not that I'm opposed to it. I just you don't take it. it. I like that because yeah. it's the drug. I like I like the terminology <laughs> yeah. there. That makes sense to me. I want to, but I just have never encountered the stuff I enjoy. And if I found one, I would. I, I like Popeyes. I'll say I'm that. going Popeyes to start using good. that. I'm going to start saying I I took a uh, McDouble the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt kind of strange. Oh afterwards. man, I took two Crunchwrap Supremes, man. I'm yeah. Yeah. 
yeah i'm, I'm under i'm peeking right now man no, I, I took a taco it. and i'm sweating my ass off <laughs> i love it when somebody take a like, taco i'm sweating is a huge fan of something and also just acknowledges its shortcomings like right in the same sentence and i feel like that's how people are with everything political now because there is nothing good politically anymore he was so much cooler when he was running around with those little coconut bra we, and stuff. We, we protested Chicken Run back in the day. Protested yeah, it? Yeah, we protested it. We because stood... of the animal rights exactly, issue. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a lot here. of fun. No, it was uh, down in Davis, California. I think okay. it would have been funny if you protested it because you're like, this isn't Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Come on, bro. So Where's I rec- Gromit? <laughs> I recently found out that the bird... You guys are familiar with the Birds Aren't Real movement? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I recently found out that that was not... That was just a big troll, and I was... Yeah. I'm, I'm, it kind of warmed my heart a little Dude, bit. Dude, that I have was to Gen admit. Z showing some fucking initiative. That was fucking amazing. That yeah. was... Uh, well, I will was say, though... That, you just found out that was a troll? I, I, I just like found I, out. Because I... I'd, I'd, well, in... In my defense, the only people I'd ever seen talking about it were people that I think got trolled and yeah. were uh, like, uh-huh. oh, shit, you're right. You know, like yeah. I didn't realize. But yeah, so <clears throat> I wasn't too aware of it. I mean, I'd, I'd heard people talk about it. And then I think I saw some stuff online that was clearly not, di- well, you know, maybe they were just geniuses. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, no. So I just recently found that out and that really warmed my heart. And it's like, yes. Now you know how you yeah. feel, how I feel as a Timmy Thick fan who was told that Timmy Thick was a social experiment by Harvard. And I'm like, I've been <laughs> masturbating to a social experiment by Harvard? What the hell? Yeah. This is terrible. Also <laughs> masturbated to Chicken Run. But, uh, <laughs> that's a different story. See, well, who has it? Come on. Yeah. But um, no, I, th- I think if they did another Spice Girls movie, that would that would maybe be the funniest thing for me to um f- to see a mass shooting happen at a Spice Girls the opening <laughs> night of a Spice Girls movie. Dark. Who listens to this podcast, by the way? <laughs> uh, mostly angry, disaffected young white men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so wait, so that was in Davis, California, and so were you a part of a troop of anti? Um, yeah, what happened? Anti animal abuse people? No, um, it was actually a friend of mine, Pierce, who again another friend who was, you know, down with the with the whole crew and all that, and now uh, lifts weights and drives motorcycles and. Um, guessing unvaxxed, very much supportive of uh, the 45th president, and I'm sure believes he is still the president. But uh, but at the time, like he was, you know, he was, you know, what happens? But um, God, that's so. Funny. He had brought up that they because he went to a protest in Sacramento. I can't remember what for, and he brought up something that I still think about to this day all the time. How is it every protest? And maybe this isn't going on anymore, but. Who's the guy with the multicolored Afro clown wig? Oh. Like at every protest. Yeah. And like he brought that up and it just got kind of got us going. It's like, oh man, we need to start a protest. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, it was just to, to give him a place to wear a, a rainbow colored clown wig. The John 316 guy. 
Yeah. He'd hold the sign at like basketball games. Yeah. 316, he'd have the wig. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it was purely, uh, it was a, it was an art piece. Oh, good. It was an art piece. Yeah, that's good. There's this big wealth transfer between the people and the pharmaceutical companies, but when does it come down to the morgues? You know? Yeah, I have does to it come down to the funeral homes? I'll be right back. Unless you want to take a break, real quick. Or oh no, it, go ahead. Okay, should I take this with me? Like Robert Durst? <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think it would. Do you um, know what I'm talking about? The, the oh yeah, the yeah. jinx. Yeah, hey, killed him. Okay, well, killed he him carries all. it into the bathroom with him. He's like, God damn. Well, we can talk is, about that for a second. This while is you're some home. bullshit. Of course, I killed him and up. Oh, I just don't. I can't imagine why. I want to kill these guys with the cameras too. <laughs> Bunch of fucking fairies. What are they doing filming me, assholes? Hello. So, I had just found out about Robert Durst the other day. Robert Durst. <laughs> the not Fred Durst, but Robert Durst just died. What like f- a week ago or something, or maybe five days ago or something like that. Oh wow, yeah. Um, but. I've never seen that documentary about him. But so he lived in Trinidad, right? Yeah, yeah. And killed someone, or abducted and killed a woman that lived there. So the jury's out on that. So in the in the Jinx, the movie that you're talking about, um, or that Colin was talking about, uh, <clears throat> they claim that the his neighbor committed suicide. However, I have a, a good friend of mine's wife worked with one of the daughters of the person who apparently committed suicide they don't they believe it was robert durst which anytime anybody commits suicide quote unquote around robert durst you've got to like yeah you kind of assume it's you know there's and there's a lot of people up here that think that he was part of i don't know if you're familiar with the missing humboldt five but there's no so there's five missing women in Humboldt that kind of have the same look and kind of the similar profile. Hmm. And it was believed for a long time that Robert Durst was behind one of those, at least locally. Um, actually, there they I think I think I know who who did it, but there was one guy who was not Robert Durst who was seen with the last person seen with two of these missing girls. But there's no official death toll for Robert Durst yeah. in Humboldt County. Now, Fred Durst, on the other hand, has killed many. Thousands. Yes. I so mean, I, across I, the country, but in Humboldt County alone, probably yeah. in more in the tens. Yeah, but. when there isn't a cause of death, they just attribute it to uh, <clears throat> I go in Fred the other Durst. room, and you guys are talking about me. It's rude. Um, <laughs> no, Fred, I think you could attribute deaths to fred durst alone for the undertaker's theme rolling rolling roll you know how many people probably fucking yeah off themselves extremely stupid and cool while driving or otherwise (laughs) and just fucking you know lost their shit just going through a shopping mall rolling and rolling and rolling i mean woodstock 99 alone i mean come on I guess now Marilyn Manson's got a different yeah, thing going on. It turns on. out there probably are a few teenagers who harm themselves because of Marilyn Manson, <laughs> very specifically. In a different way yeah, than they different, uh, initially thought, but yeah. Damn, he's not a cool guy? Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know? I remember when, when all of those allegations came out and um, my girlfriend was telling me, like, yeah, I guess uh, you know Marilyn Manson's getting me too'd. I was like, no way that guy look at him <laughs> who would have thunk that guy's a fucking weirdo oh, uh, uh, one of my favorite... musician from yeah. the 90s and a <laughs> the... no way one of my uh heavy metal friends from that era um 
who I don't think would get me to because he was always actually pretty good around women, even though he's a piece of shit in other ways. One of the things I really admired about him was the one time Marilyn Manson tried to come and hang out with him in his dressing room. He was just like, get the fuck out of here, Brian. <laughs> Which is like he called him by he called his him Brian. Christian yeah, name. His, yeah, that's beautiful. It's like about the best way to deal with Marilyn Manson. He's that's like, you fucking, fucking pussy, get out of here. Is that Brian. his real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's like Brian. Yeah, something. call him by his Brian Christian name, and then yeah, gonna yeah. So he just Brian set him back the fuck few. out of there. Yeah, I mean that's I mean like I guess not a lot to be believed, but if you've read Marilyn Manson Manson's autobiography, you kind of get a good idea of what the guy's like. Well, I mean that's when the whole Me Too thing started. I was like, yeah. oh shit, when this hits music, yeah. like music's done. Like, what are you yeah. gonna do? Like, they're just. I'd like to think that Motley Crue avoided it just because all of their groupies are dead. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, well, that's not a problem. Half of them were driving in cars with Vince, so they're not alive anymore. Uh (laughs) Yeah. The others are too caught up, uh, too too busy with dialysis appointments to (laughs) file a claim. Yeah, or or still like, I still got his number, I can call him. (laughs) No, there are some, like if you ever go to Fort Worth, Texas uh, to the metal scene there you meet the women who you're like oh okay those are you, you're the ones who were hanging out with Motley Crue in the 80s <laughs> I get it yeah yeah no threat fellas they're not gonna tell, say anything bad about you they still love you can you imagine just it, parenthetically how much it would kind of suck to live across the street from a mall yeah that just doesn't seem like a good life to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather live in like a trailer out in the woods or something. You know. You know, when I was a kid, I probably would have given anything to live across the street from a mall. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, growing up in a small town, you see the movies and you're like, oh wait, you guys just wait. Your 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 high school has stairs in it. Like what the yeah. you live for, you go to the mall to I hang get, out? Yeah, I would be gleaming the cube in the mall. Oh baby, yeah, Thra- you'd be thrashing through that mall. Just baby. Thrashing through that shit. Yeah, skate or die. It'd be rad. But yeah, rad is a good word. Um. I used rad on the guy at the gas station today, and he's like, whoa, man, you're speaking my language. Hell yeah. And I was like, "I yes, we are old. Well, I was speaking <laughs> of the, manga, I was speaking of the, uh, the, the, uh, the film rad starring Crew Jones. Oh. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. I'm yeah. not familiar. Oh, I got a backflip. You haven't watched? Okay. So you need to get that in your VHS collection. Yeah. yeah it will be expensive. Yeah. We talked about this. You have like 500? Or yeah, I, I think after we talked, I realized probably about like four hundred VHS. I've got an MP4. I've got a I've got a rad MP4. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. I will I will share. It's a it is a very expensive VHS at this point. So what's that movie about? Um, it's thrashing, gleaming the cube, minus skateboard plus BMX bicycle. Just oh, yeah. it's, it's the it's the BMX bicycle of the eighties. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. It's got some classic lines in it, which I realize now I need some some rad drops on my show. Yeah, and by classic lines, he means a lot of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I loved the '80s uh, BMX thing because they actually the only time in human history when they were like, let's make pads for the bike so you don't jam your nards too bad. Because I had a BMX in the '80s, and you could get the little pad for the oh know, yeah the bar that goes across the main part of the body, which to me, I ended up just buying a girl's bike eventually because they had the thing that went down. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna crush my nuts anymore. And my friends like, you got a girl's bike? <laughs> oh, and then yeah, be like, no, yeah, like, yeah. So I I've I've hurt myself a lot on this bike. That's not one way in which I've done it. <laughs> but yeah, I always love the fact that you could like pad your bike out because people knew that you're going to be wearing tight jeans, high tops, and you're going to land on this thing in such a way that you're going to jam about an ounce and a half of denim up your asshole. 
and there's no way to escape it. And so you just need somebody to soften that blow because it does fucking hurt. Oh, bad. yeah. Yeah. And it's oh, like yeah. high, high top shoes that are like completely slick on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Just like, you got nothing there. It's like a turtle shell that you're wearing. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, we lived in caveman times. Like, it's hard to describe to people who were not alive in the 80s, like, how much it was just a caveman's oh. world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like inhabited by, designed by, peopled by absolute fucking cavemen. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, BMX bike and a pellet gun, and you're just like good to go, and nobody's yeah. saying anything. Yeah. I don't need a helmet. I have a raccoon hat I can wear. Yeah. When I'm shooting people with a pellet gun, because they... Oh, that yeah. was a lot of what the 80s were in McKinleyville. Oh, yeah. I've got a pocket full of like like lead dust that I'm yeah. huffing over here. Yeah. Putting, I remember like loading up my pellet gun and putting the pellets in my mouth as I was feeding them into the... Oh. It's just like, oh, geez, man, nobody was, okay, nobody, that was, that's just, okay, that's. I got shot with so many fucking BBs when I was a kid. Oh. We didn't have water guns. It was just, be- when Super Soakers came out, it was like, thank God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have well, to get that was shot the thing with metal then. anymore. It, it was the rules, one pump. You yeah. can, you only pump it once. Yeah. But then, you yeah. know, that somebody gets shot and it's, they're stinging. They're, yeah. they're popping five pumps into that thing, you, you know? You wonder why I'm wearing gla- sunglasses indoors. It's a natural, like, reflex <laughs> to not getting shot in the fucking eyes. No, it was the, the one time I... Is, this is actually a few years ago, but I shot my friend in the ass with a BB gun. And he was like, yeah, you do it to me, I do it to you. And I was like, okay. And I shot him. And it was maybe, like, three pumps or something, four pumps. Mm-hmm. And after, I just saw him go, ah! And then after he's like, "All right, your turn." He's like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. I was such a piece of shit. I was just like, "I'm yeah, not that's doing a that." Dick move, dude. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you heard but, it here um, first. Non-reciprocal pumps in the ass from this guy. Here's a. I think the thing that definitely doesn't age that ages the worst of all the things I know culturally would be myself. I have not aged. Yeah, well. you look bad, dude. I and I behave poorly as well. And it's only going to get worse. And I would like to thank both of you guys for being along for the ride here today. Um, I do want to say, uh, Dr. Foxmeat, you want to juice some of your fucking links, man? Where can we see you? Do you want to plug oh, anything? Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, I don't have a, a camera in front of me, but I, at D-O-C-T-O-R-F-O-X-M-E-A-T mm. on Instagram, Twitter is mainly where you will find me. Um, I do have a TikTok. I have not done a TikTok yet, but the more people that get me there, the more I feel pressure to do it. You should do it. Um, All right. Twitch.tv slash Dr. Foxmeat. Um, that's uh, Mondays, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So not Mondays. Not Mondays. Not Mondays. We don't like Mondays. And we go Garfield house. on this one. Yeah. Fucking, we're, not, we're not doing Mondays. Um, no, it's so weird. It's like it's like so built in for me to say this when there's a camera on me, but when it's just a mic, I'm like, oh, okay, what was that again? But yeah, 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 check me out on Twitch. It's a good time. It's a funny show. It's genuinely funny. I like your interaction with your fans. It's heartfelt. And can we get a brutal John Wick style fart blast coming? This <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll I'll send you over the MP3. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. If you need a fart blessing in your life, yeah. uh, you want to get jumped into the gang, we will jump you in with a brutal John Wick style fart blast for sure. I just love to hear it coming off your voice. Thanks so much for being on the show. Anytime. Yeah, right. thank you. And, I mean, uh, I don't think I'm gonna have a career after this show, so I'll probably, probably not. We're go like yeah. I said, we will yeah. edit all of your uh, sound clips together to. Uh, yeah, you know, you're gonna be. It's, it's gonna be like that Hulk Hogan tape, like. It's it's gonna be the sex tape and the racist tape. It's gonna be like Dog the Bounty Hunter's racist tape, Hulk Hogan's tape. We're gonna throw it all in there. Give the Mel Gibson a little bit, a little taste of the Mel Gibson. Yeah, we're oh, literally yeah. just using Rob the- Schneider will never work with you. 
we're using the glottal noises that you've made to construct new slurs that people have never heard before. You're like, I didn't realize Armenian people are mad. I mean, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs>